You know when you're out with your friends and they all order beer and then you look insane when you don't want any beer? I mean, no offense to any of my friends out there, but I'm not a crazy obsessed beer drinker. I mean, once in a while, but I don't really love it. But I did recently try Bud Light Seltzer. It's not beer. It's a hard seltzer from Bud Light. Finally, there's something I can drink when everyone else is having a beer. Bud Light Seltzer's 5% alcohol, 100 calories, and it comes in four flavors. There's strawberry, lemon lime, mango, and my go-to black cherry. They're all super refreshing and perfect when I want something with a little more kick than just sparkling water. You know what I'm saying? Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. Listening to the Jillian Michael Show. Uh, Manus. <laughs> God. Oh my God. Manus. What's going on, everybody? I'm still not on social media that much, if any at all. I'm so anal. I'm looking at all these little bags on here. And in my old age, I've become so painfully type A that I just cannot. You're handle. becoming type A? <laughs> Are you kidding me? My <laughs> What fantasy are you living? Becoming. All right. Yeah, you dream on, mama. Okay, sorry. I cleaned that up. Now I can listen to Jake. Okay, so you've leveled out nicely? Yeah, and social media, I'm still hardly on. I went back on that for a day. I didn't really binge on that because I don't know how you could, but Mm -hmm. I checked my Snapchat and Instagram, and then I go on Facebook, Mm -hmm. and I'm on Facebook for literally four minutes max, and I go, this is terrible. This is just garbage. I can't believe I was ever on this in the first place, and it was just political posts and then people posting things that aren't they don't check their sources and then somebody saying oh this or that like it's Someone just said something great about the internet the garbage. other day that i really like the internet not social mm-hmm. but he was like you guys all think you you have all this power you're so empowered because all this knowledge is just a few keystrokes away he's like it's all bullshit nobody checks those sources hello yeah, that's true. <laughs> you're googling stuff and joe schmo in pensatucky can be throwing this information up there and you're reading it as though it's gospel nobody is checking the information how can how can, how can they monitor it? it's impossible no it's like a wikipedia page have you ever read you know how many times i've had to get crap off of my wikipedia page it's like <laughs> and then when jillian ran a circus <laughs> And she had, as she was on in in the methadone program. I'm like, what? The-? We used to <laughs> we used to edit wiki pages all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, but people college. go, well, it's on Wikipedia. She was the ringmaster of the you know methadone clinic circus. I, it's crazy, seriously, dude. I cannot even tell you. Like it just so you know that's boy. Take it all at a grain of as a, as a grain of salt. And I I was also saying like nowadays it's fascinating. We look to, we look for advice on the internet, uh-huh. but we don't look to experts anymore. Oh no, it's somebody who's gone gone through the same thing and maybe got their advice from someone who knows nothing. Gotta be so careful with that stuff, man. And this is where you know it's 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 just this is like the internet. Like a blogger is now a journalist. Doesn't matter if it's true or not. Yeah. If you read it in a blog, you think it's true. I get it. And you know, we really like to identify with people and relate to them and that's wonderful. But if you're looking for actual information to make a change in your life, do yourself a favor and just make sure it's coming from a credible source. And when I say credible, I mean somebody who has an education in what it is they profess to do. 
I don't know. Take it all with a grain of salt. That's all I'm saying is like, be really careful with the information you're getting. Vet it. Vet it. Vet that information, man. What's the source? What's their education? What's the proof that they really know what they're doing? Like, if it's makeup, who cares? But when you start getting into food, fitness, politics, you know, it's a different game. Anyway, so go on, Jake. <laughs> I yeah the the political, so I, so, the political posts. So all you're not on Facebook anymore. Can't stand it. Okay. I'm I'm very happy. And you know what? It also going back on Instagram and stuff. It stressed me out. It actually gave me anxiety. Just like why are all these people sharing all this? You know, portraying their lives this way. I know these people. They're not like this. Like and it's like holy crap. I was doing that all the time, and it feels good to be away. Step have stepped away from that. Okay. Okay. So where are we now? feeling good all right well because i had been i had been you know sleeping with someone too anyway so what does it oh. matter oh is that okay oh is this somebody new now no nah, it was like a fling but it was like you know i considered it like uh a friends with benefit type thing but it's ex- pretty exclusive like if we're gonna be sleeping with each other not sleeping with anyone else just for the sake of that's being not safe. friends with benefits well, no, no, for the sake no. of being safe, there was no feelings on either end for sure. It's it was not just... friends with benefits. Friends with benefits is zero exclusivity. I, I, I might be old, but I'm sure. Of well, this. okay, well, right, Nicole. Truth. We yeah. were, we wanted to be exclusive. I I figured to be have safe sex. I call that an it, arrangement, not friends with benefits. Well, it turned out to not be so safe. Oh, oh, oh! I had recently been talking to somebody uh, that's very close to me, and he got a phone call from a doctor that we share saying, uh, "You have chlamydia." And so I started laughing and punking on him a little bit, going, oh, ha, ha. And he was freaking out because he has to call the three girls that he slept with since the last time he got checked to oh. tell them. Uh-oh. So I'm, I'm laughing at him, and he gets his antibiotics, and he makes his phone calls to these girls. Um, <laughs> one of them acts super defensive and like, well, how could you? You told me you were clean, blah, blah. It was de- oh, we, you're clean. You don't we know. narrowed it down. It was her that gave it to him. Well, first of all, shame on... Yeah, where's the condoms You told here? me you were clean. Hey, hey. I told the kids never use the word stupid. So I'll hey, not so smart shorts. Be responsible for your own health. What do you mean you told me you were clean? Use a condom. Well, then that- What happened so, to the testing before you have sex? What, no, does, does that Janice, go out the come window? on. It's, condoms. It's you show era. each other no, your, the Janice, papers? Doesn't uh-uh. happen no, no, no. Really? Really? No. Use a condom. Always be safe. Don't yeah, double use wrap because it can break. And a day later, I get a text from the girl I had been sleeping <gasps> with saying, oh, no, Jake. you're not the only guy I've been sleeping with. I... Were well, you being punked? No. She goes, I got chlamydia. You need to go get tested. I'm so sorry. And I was like, are you kidding me? And it's karma. Instant karma that I get this text. So I text our doctor and our doctor goes, you're you're joking, right? This is This is a joke. You yeah. too? <laughs> and so anyways, I go and get tested. Turns out I'm fine. I'm clean. I don't have it. And life goes on. But, um, you know, I guess it's, I, I learned a lesson. I don't understand like, why you guys just don't wrap your wieners. It doesn't feel good. Wrap your Always wiener. Always wrap your wiener. Oh, oh my God. God. You know what doesn't feel good? The gooey stuff. And the burning True. sensation Clam. when you pee. Your rectal pain. Warts. You don't oh, want God. this stuff. Or God forbid, sores. Hey, excuse Pass me. A lot can, of we, uh, can we just remember, um, you know... About AIDS? What happened to that chat? You know, I mean, seriously. I think what happened to that chat is that most of the heterosexual heterosexual community really never came down with it unless there was a drug thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, unless there was a drug thing or you crossed, We're even, crossed yeah. streams, man. Like, like, I have no idea what... I mean, look who got it in the heterosexual 
supposedly the heterosexual community. Like Magic Johnson was like, I slept with a 10,500 people. I mean, in the 80s, and God knows if there was a guy that managed to find his way into that bedroom or, you know, I mean, Charlie Sheen, again, he we all know that guy probably, you know, intravenous drugs. So, but the bigot, but okay, you're right. Okay, AIDS, okay, AIDS, right. There's a in the in the in the gay community, it's so prevalent. But then the the thing is, then there's medications that they take. So, which who wants to live on that? However, syphilis is at an all time high because you guys are not rapping, Mister Weiner. It, it, it I really swear I've is. never even heard of chlamydia. Anyone getting chlamydia before no. these two days? No, I had that when I was your age. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no, but I my chlamydia age, was the most. I got common. the phone call you know from a guy when I was it? dating a guy. I got that uh, call. I've heard. Who like, was my boyfriend? Who was actually was my boyfriend? We were supposed to have been. Uh, what should we call it? Exclusive. Yeah, mind you, I was very young. So, very young. So eighteen young. He was twenty-seven young. So. Oh yikes. And I was young. So, I mean, but that's the only, you know, pretty much changed teams for the most part. <laughs> Not because of this guy. But um, but I think that, no, that's prevalent, honey. You guys, all you freaking millennials and Zs or and Xers, you got to wrap your business, dude. It's just, I'm serious because guess what you're going to get? You can get warts and you can get herpes. And that, that stuff's forever you gotta be this week this is the theme of the year personal responsibility he's sad he didn't have spikes on the tip of his penis that were contagious come on you know you 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 have to take responsibility you have to just like look you know what god bless i'm rapping mr wiener here's my lesson on this one this is very simple if you get an std because you didn't want to cover yourself you deserve it Mm -hmm. it's called personal accountability no one gave it to you. You didn't protect yourself. You weren't smart. You weren't proactive. Period. End of story. So there you go. If you get it, luckily you won't die. So you know what I mean. It's like if you if you don't value your health enough, exactly to protect yourself, then then that's what's going to happen. And you know the bigger lesson here is is that you've got to be proactive. You cannot take people at their word, and you can't just take. The internet, at its word, you've got to be proactive. You've got to go to real sources of information. You've got to be safe. You've got to be smart. You've got to be responsible. And it goes across the board. Like, I'm, we're just polishing the, the pregnancy book, right? And, oh, my God, you guys, what the the advice that you will find, the mainstream advice for pregnancy, oh, <laughs> you know, oh diet soda's okay, mod, just all this crazy, you know, but watch out for the cheese. Oh, my doctor gave me these vitamins. What's in them? Trans fat, red number 40, a propylene glycol. I mean, you. well, my doctor gave them to me. I'm like, but your doctor has no education in nutrition. Zero. And if they do, it's micronutrients and macronutrients. Protein, fat, and carbs, vitamins, and minerals. They're not studying environmental pollutants, fake foods, fake fats, fake flavors. They don't study this. And if they went to medical school over 10 years ago, I promise you, there wasn't even the nutrition training for less than a day. You have to be proactive. I listened to my business manager. What happened? I got robbed. Okay. I mean, I've made all these mistakes, every single one. Oh, I trusted them. Oh, I took you to face value. Well, the doctor said so. Well, he knows more than me. Always, always wrong. Always wrong. And a lot of times when it comes to mainstream information, especially like with pregnancy, let's think about this for a second, okay? Every one of those mainstream sources is a website, is a magazine, 
is a blog. Advertising dollars. Big food. Yeah. Big pharma. You got insurance companies that don't want to pay for the procedures and the tests you do need. You got drug companies pus- pushing drugs you don't need. And you've got big food advertising you foods that aren't safe. But where does the media get the money? Advertising dollars. Who pays for that? Big food. Big pharma. Yeah. This is where you got it. You can't, you know, all the FDA says. Says what? What do the FDA say? Give me a break. Did you just hear about the scandal with Whole Foods? That they were saying oh, all the fruit was organic and 80% of it wasn't. Yeah, and then there's, well, well, that, that's just the tip of the ice. But then there's the whole frozen food crisis. That's crazy. I know. Damn. Anyway, that's yeah. the Anyway, story. accountability people. Well, yeah. I don't know. You better be careful, Jake. You're going to get the gooey thing. Oh, no. You then wrap Mr. Wiener, dude. You know, you should take a page out of the Manu School of Sex. None. Jump Sport Fitness Trampolines are here to put the fun back in fitness. Rebound your way to high energy, high cardio workouts. Start off slow with the beginner health bounce if you need to. Either way, the Jump Sport Fitness Trampolines provide a low impact way to get a serious heart pounding, sweat inducing fitness workout that will bring a smile to your face and leave your body wanting more for the next day. I have this image of you. I know. Doing why, the me? why me? Because you seem like you'd like it. I know, I do. Jumpy like jump. jump. There's 80% less jarring on the body than jogging. Hello. It's great core. Jump Sport Fitness Trampolines provide a fun, low-impact, and stable way to get the limb system moving. Hello. Take a look for yourself at jumpsport.com slash Jillian. And for our listeners, they're offering 10% off any Jump Sport Fitness Trampoline if you use the code Jillian10. And that's J-I-L-L-I-A-N-1 Zippo. That's jumpsport.com, promo code Jillian10. Jump Sport Fitness, jump in. the pleasure of talking to Suzanne Summers a, a number of years ago and uh, we're thrilled to have her back on again. Hi buddy, how are you? Hi there. The fact that it was years ago is good for you. That means you've been on a long time. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, we were talking about uh, one of your great books back then and now we're about to talk about one of your great books right now. We're talking about Toxic. Which, I know. Holy mother. It's, I mean. Well, don't you, you have kids so don't you relate I, you know, I really do. I, ironically, when um, when Heidi was pregnant with our son, it spawned the process of me working on actually a maternity book about things that moms could do. It's coming out this fall, but I'm in, you know. So first of all, let's address. Tell everybody what this book is about, and I, and then I'll, I'll jump. We'll jump right in. What toxicity is doing to all of us from. Um, from birth to to death, it's uh, we're under the grave environmental assault in the history of humanity. Here's a stat that'll blow your mind. The Environmental Working Group did a study of uh, newborn corn cord blood. These are babies that haven't even tasted breast milk yet, and um, across the economic spectrum, from the richest to the poorest, they tested these babies for 287 different toxins. Every single baby tested for a minimum of 180 toxins. And what happens when a baby is born toxic? That means their immune system is already compromised because the immune system is this mucus that is around the barrier wall of the GI tract. But these little babies, the toxins get in there and just eat through it, 
And before they know it, they've got leaky gut, but nobody ever thinks to look at, you know, a baby with leaky gut. Maybe you get that when you're a teenager or in your 20s, 30s, 40s, or 50s. And then the toxins leak out into their bloodstream and go on to attack organs and glands, but most likely it's going to end up in the brain. So everybody's thinking, where, where did all this ADD and ADHD and OCD and all these new initials, I call them, come from? It's starting at birth, but what's really starting, and this would be great for your maternity book, is it's starting in a toxic womb, and we're not preparing the womb correctly anymore because we never used to have to. That used to be the pure sanctuary that we're all born in. But now there's hardly a person alive who doesn't have some gut issues. And if you've ever had an antibiotic and didn't alongside it take a probiotic, you've got imbalanced gut and gut issues because anti takes away and pro puts back. Right. So, so I, I, it's a, it's a, the doctors need to be re-educated that what once was the safest place that we will ever be is no longer. And so what happens to a baby who's born in a sick gut, who's um, compromised and is born toxic, whose immune system is born toxic, it makes sense that this is an epidemic in our children and also in adults, but in children. Because I don't know if you're, are your children in school yet or are they old enough yet? They are. Uh, my daughter's in kindergarten and my son is still in preschool. And okay. so you're probably hearing about oh, yeah. other mothers talking about my kid has ADD or OCD or um, ADHD. And this is the genesis of it. So I took that on in, in Toxic. And I found the top five environmental docs in the country, and I said, imagine that I'm, I'm, this is an appointment between you and me. I'm a patient, and you have all the time in the world. So I was really able to pick their brains, whether it be where does cancer come from, where does ADD, ADHD come from, what happens if you've been exposed to mold, and how do you clear the body of mold, um, how do you clean out a toxic house, et cetera, et cetera. And um, the response to this book has been pretty incredible. So very satisfying. At the same time, disturbing, but hopeful. There's a solution. Well, it's interesting because I, I was reading a little bit about what prompted you to write the book. And then it said, and I've got this paragraph in front of me. Suzanne then <laughs> saw her grade A achieving granddaughter begin to lose her ability to learn, comprehend, and communicate. What what happened there? And was this, in fact, like the impetus? Because then you, you also talk about when your house burned down and how um, yeah, how there were fungus in the lungs and black mold and all this stuff that was going on with your family. Was that what made you stop? Like, where did you go? Oh, my God, I got to get to the bottom of this. Well, um, it was multifactorial. One was um, my two granddaughters just were taken down by the initials. What, the one wow. I'm most concerned about is the one with ADD and ADHD, and then she got bit by a line tick. Uh. My husband, when, we, when our house burned down in Malibu, we moved into this great house in Sarah Retreat. So beautiful. I said, why would not just buy this house and not go through the aggravation of rebuilding? I didn't know in this unfinished room downstairs that there was uh, standing water, and it was like a black mold factory. So for the uh, the years that we lived there, we both started getting sick, and we're health nuts, you know. So why are we sick? And my husband had terrible sinus and nose, and then he started having full-out, like, Parkinson's-like twitching and grimacing of his face that he couldn't control. Mm -hmm. And what happened was the black mold 
decided to settle in the base of his brain where the central nervous system runs parallel and started eating through the central nervous system. And in me, the black mold got in my intestines, so I'd wake up in the morning with a flat stomach, and then by the end of the afternoon, I'd have like a basketball. And honestly, God, Julian, I couldn't do any more sit-ups. I was doing sit-ups crazy, and and the the core was strong, but underneath was this bloating, um, swollen yep. thing. And it, until I realized it's it rampant, was, though. Everyone is experiencing the like constipation. Candida, bloating, gas, indigestion. I think I have Crohn's. No one can figure out what's wrong. Like, I hear it from everyone. Everybody. So that's what this book tackles. And then to go back to answer your question about my granddaughter. Yes, straight-A students, like the top of her class. And she got such brain fog, she couldn't think. And the, the other end of the spectrum of, of ADD is great anxiety and um, like a fear about everything. And she finally spent most of her second year of high school in a clinic being detoxed. And uh, when she came back, the academic schooling she was going through was just, was just too difficult to focus. So they put her into um, LOXA, which is a state art school, and she's doing much better than because that part of her brain is working right. But, but here's... Now, here's what I, yeah, I keep trying to piece this picture together. These kids did eat organic. We're very conscious as a family. They did eat high-quality food. It does turn out that they had mold in their house, and it does turn out that they had mold at their fancy school they were going to. How much of a factor? I think it's significant. Then on top of it, and here's another thing that's so interesting. They were both born cesarean. Why does that matter? When you're born cesarean, you miss probably the most important function of nature, and that is upon birth, when you go through the vaginal canal, before we take our first breath of air, we take our first swallow, which is our mother's vaginal flora, and that's how you colonize your GI tract to put balance in your GI tract. Now, if you miss that step by being born cesarean, you never get colonized. So if they're already exposed to mold and they already have degraded immune systems because of the toxins in the environment and all babies are affected, then they're not colonized by nature. They both, from the earliest age, had food allergies, gluten intolerance, couldn't uh, eat almonds, can't have brown rice, can't have turmeric, can't have avocados. Can't. It's a world, it's so hard for kids, as you know, it's a world of I can't. And it's been a long, long journey to health. But um, the older one is on the other side of it, and the younger one, who's 18 now, is almost on the other side of it. But what a journey. So I don't know what we're going to do about the planet. I I mean, it's so screwed up. Yeah, I know. What we've done and how we've screwed up our food and... This whole line of GMO food is how we're going to feed the world. There isn't enough nutrition in GMO food to sustain a human body. So I don't know. Are they just trying to weed out the weak ones? I don't know. But um, what? What? If, by the time I finished this book, I thought, okay, here's what you can do. You can't save the world, right. but you can green your home environment. You can use uh, toxic-free organic skincare. Really matters. Really, really matters because you know everything you put on your skin ends up in your bloodstream. Yep. 
That's right. You can buy organic food and just be militant about it. it and, you, and, you know, people who don't understand think organic food is like eating hay or something. I eat butter cream, sour cream, olive oil, full-fat cream. Because I eat a high-fat, high-protein, high-vegetable diet, but all organic, and that's the key. You can green your house by getting rid of all the chemical cleaners and um, really taking a look at what were the building materials used in your house and whatever you can change if you can afford it, do so. If not, just don't bring any new chemicals in. HEPA filters in the house really help to take the toxins out of the air. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's a lot of work to be well today, but you, you talk to people all the time about this, and what you just said is everybody's so sick, so... You got to do what you got to do. It's funny. It, it, it's very intimidating for people. And one of the things I try to tell them, because the world is changing, like Whole Foods yeah. is going, their their sales continue to decline. And the reason I believe is because you're finding organic options much more affordably. Like yesterday, Heidi ended up at Costco and she was like, oh my God, I just bought two loaves of Dave's Killer Bread for, you know, for, and I found it. There's a whole bag of organic apples for three bucks. Like, and uh, she's like, I can't believe it because she went with her sister. You know, right. and we just been, you know, you get in your routine, you go to, and, and, um, and we get, we invested in a company called Thrive Market, and they're not doing right. produce or meat yet, but then for meat, we did Greensberry Market, and they send this stuff right to your door, and they give it to you at cost, and it's a little membership fee. And I think that it, more and more, it's becoming affordable and accessible, which is starting to make a difference and be less intimidating for people, because they were like, I can't afford that. I'm not rich. I, You know, I live in Indiana. I don't have a Whole Foods. And now, you know, you're getting to a place where you don't need one, which is good. And you know who else? The biggest seller of organic food in the United States, this is going to surprise you, is Walmart. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. They, they even have organic um, uh, vertical farms where they're raising their own food organically. And it's pretty amazing. So it's, it's available now. It's a matter now of educating people that it really matters. So for everybody I'm going to say right now, get the book. Talk sick, T-O-X-S-I-C-K. Of course, it's available everywhere. <laughs> everywhere <laughs> books are sold. Uh, it was a number one bestseller. You've got to get it. And there's a nine-point detox checklist, which I really like because it just gives you these simple steps that aren't overwhelming and intimidating so that you can minimize your toxin exposure, which right. is fantastic. It gives you protocols on non-drug solutions, which I love. Supplements for survival, which I also love. And there's, you know, it's, it's great to point out a problem, but Suzanne provides solutions, which is wonderful. Yeah. And what well, was the, the website point? again, bud? Will you say that one more time? Uh, SuzanneSummers.com. There you go. You know, I never, I, I, I've been working Vegas lately. I, I'm an entertainer. I love to sing and dance and act and do all that. I don't, all these books, it's, su it's such a passion for me. And I was thinking, probably like you with fitness, you don't choose a passion. It chooses you. And yeah. it's a series of events in my life, getting cancer 20 years ago and not taking chemotherapy and treating it naturally, and I'm still alive. And then looking at my grandchildren and what my husband's been going through with toxicity, it just sort of, each one of these events makes you want to get to the bottom of it. And I don't think right now, with all due respect, that our present medical protocols of allopathics, meaning here's the symptom and here's the drug for that symptom, is working. I think everybody's too pilled up, yep. and, and I look at my friends who are older than me, and they can't think anymore. 
They can't remember yesterday. It doesn't matter what you tell them because they're not going to remember. They don't have any energy. They're all out of gas. And my goal is to live. I've already seen 110. (laughs) (laughs) I want to live to 110 and, and, and then ask myself on that birthday if I'm feeling good, do I want more? But I wanted, I want to live healthy. I want to be healthy right up to the end. And I truly believe it's possible, even in this sick planet and this sick world and with this sick food and all this sick drugs and all this sick mess that's going on, I believe if you, if you grab this and tackle it and decide you're going to win, you'll win. I agree. I agree. I love your message as always. It's one of health, happiness, empowerment, longevity, quality of life. You know you how much I adore and worship you, and I'm sure I'm going to see you at the farmer's market soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All Thank right. you, bud. Have a wonderful okay. day. Thanks a lot. All right, guys, you know I have a million dogs. A million dogs. And I always want the best for my dogs. And my dogs need a lot of exercise and the opportunity to socialize with other dogs. And the perfect place for that is Camp Bow Wow. This place is so cute. It has locations nationwide that offer doggy daycare and boarding for your furry little kids. Your dogs get to play all day long with other dogs. And they have camp counselors who are certified in pet first aid and CPR. And the best part is that when you pick your pooch up after a day of camp, they're so pooped they sleep all night long. Your dog will love camp. You'll love picking up a tired and happy dog. Check them out at campbowwow.com slash Jillian and get your dog's first day free. That's a great deal. Campbowwow.com slash J-I-L-L-I-A-N. And if you think you might like to own a Camp Bow Wow, you can learn about franchise opportunities at Camp Bow Wow franchise.com So a good friend of mine um, really fit handsome guy uh, I don't think you you've never met Justin have you? Uh, Justin it does my hair Justin, yeah. Yeah. Um, Beast Beast an absolute animal of a guy right? Monster size and uh, he ended up getting a labral tear in his hip, 65%. And he's like, I hear this is really common. I hear this is really common. How does it happen? I'm like, from trauma. What do you mean, how does it happen? You have a labral tear in your hip, dude. It's not really common. You know, and it's from overtraining. Where where boats is that on the hip? Like on the... uh, uh, Oh, God. And like on the... I'll have to show you, okay. but uh, in inside, and you can't fix it. It has to be surgically scoped and the oh, whole thing. Oh Lord, seriously? Yeah. Okay. So here, let me Google. Yeah, come here. See right here. Oh, this is people aren't going to be able to see this. Labrial Basically, tendons. yeah, it's it's. Oh, it's so it's where the, the bone the, inserts into the pelvis. Into the- he needs um, to repair the tear with orthoscopic surgery, but he was asking me how it happens, and I cannot tell you. I was like, like that. Ouch. That how it gets yeah, repaired? That's right. They stick a yeah, scope. They scope it. So the thing of it is, I I was like, honey, I mean, and this guy would go in there and train like an animal again and again and again and again. And he was like addicted to it. And I realized like maybe if I rephrase this for, for people, they would understand it. Instead of saying overtraining, what if I said under recovering? Would it then make sense? 
yeah, would it then make sense because that's that's kind of what it means yeah. it's 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 trauma and if you've got if you're constantly constantly hammering something you're not recovering you're not allowing the body to repair so this is why you know sometimes i see people exercise compulsively yes and i see them do the same things over and over and over again and so and that's one of the things that i personally and i know the world's going to go crazy what i don't like about crossfit is it's like this one of the things is it's kind of like they do maybe 20 movements over and over and over and over and over and over and that's where i'm like i wouldn't go to yoga every day you know i wouldn't i wouldn't do anything repetitively every day and it, unless i'm missing something you know it's about 20 movements over and over and over and you can tell you can you can tell on their bodies i well, I, I i think i think i think there's a look you know i talk i've talked to a few of the coaches right that are that i really like and i was like i don't understand this you know you guys don't believe in back day and i'm like it's it's not about back day it's about recovery so for me, whenever I split muscle groups, it was to allow other muscle groups to recover. You know, that's that's what I'm not getting. And you know, and it's like when I when I've gone what I've experienced from CrossFit and again, you know, I've only I've only had a few people show it to me, one of you know, one of whom was Bob, and it was like there's no trainer logic in my opinion. It's like Oh, we're going to do box jumps and burpees, and it's 10 to 1. So 10 box jumps, 1 burpee, 9 box jumps, 2 burpees. And after 10 minutes of doing the same two exercises, I was like, and what is your logic for this? Yeah. Why would I do such a thing? Like, I've jammed my toenail. Like, why am I doing the same two moves over and over and over and over and over and over and over? And there's no, by the way, you show up tomorrow, and you can have box jumps and burpees on the board. Which is where I just don't, that's again, like, unless I'm missing something about CrossFit, you know, if someone was like, no, we have a whole recovery built in and we don't do the same, you know, no, you should, that's where I'm just going, I don't get it. But in general, this is a problem. Not, not just, I mean, this isn't meant for me to go after CrossFit. I just don't, that's where I'm, for me, that's why I always had muscle splits for recovery so that I could train really hard, but I could maximize my recovery. So here are some recovery strategies that I want to throw out there because a big part of the reason people get injured isn't necessarily because you went and you lifted way too heavy and you pulled something or whatever, although that can happen. But a lot of times it's because you went, you worked out hard, then you went again and you worked out hard and then you went again or or you've got repetitive use, right? You know, you're running, 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 same thing over and over and over and over again. Some people's bodies are built for it and runners get pissed about this. Mine's not. And so, yes, you know, you can work, you can do all kinds of stuff to prevent shin splints and IT band issues. And so, but, but the bottom line is, you know, running, 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 running is, is extremely repetitive. And we know a lot of injuries occur because of repetitive, repetitive, repetitive movements. I think the CrossFit thing is A, the community, right? That's a big thing. Um, And B, I, I think it's like, it's got this like, well, I do CrossFit yes. and it's like, I'm Uber instead of being like, I know you're working out harder, but are you working out smarter? 
And, you know, what they've done is they've gotten a couple of brilliant guys, brilliant guys, like Kelly Starrett, you know, who can program these wads, these workouts of the day, in very intelligent. But who's who's Kelly Starrett? Like, there's one. One Kelly Starrett. And unless Kelly Starrett is in every CrossFit box in America, you know, and I, and I promise you, that's not the case. Guys open these boxes and they program and they may have been certified over the weekend yes so you know because i talked to a guy who was um who went to school um and uh exercise science super smart guy and he's like i own a crossfit gym and i was like can you tell me why i was like you have a degree in this create your own program why are you subscribing to this and he's like i like the sense of community and he goes and i tweak the programming to make it work he likes the sense of community but it's uh, the, and he tweaks the programming to make it work. But the CrossFit community are not the only ones, theoretically, allegedly, overtraining. It, it no, could be, and that's could be what anybody. I mean. I'm yeah. going, uh, you know, I'm mentioning them in particular because right. for me, I look at it and I'm like, they do seem to go like, it's an addiction every day. Yes. And they have like a very limited exercise repertoire. And again, I can only compare it to something like Body Shred where it's like there's 300 different exercises. And for me, I'm always like, okay, how do we hit these muscles from, you know, with all different modalities of fitness, right? Power, speed, agility, quickness from all different angles of push and pull. Uh, how are we, you know, how are we changing up reps, time, resistance, and so on so that it's constant variance. So the variance helps prevent. So let's address overtraining. Number one, first of all, we're suggesting that it's under-recovering, okay? So if we're going to suggest that, then we have to suggest splits. I personally like a split. And from everything I've read, and if anybody can get, you know, and I've worked with a lot of different, you know, sports medicine guys over the years, splits are good. So we're looking at, for me, the way I do it, I've talked about this before, push splits, pull splits. So I can work multiple muscle groups on the same day. But for the most part, I try to emphasize my push, chest, shoulders, triceps, quads on Monday, Thursday, pull, biceps, back, hamstrings, you know, you're hitting glutes on push and pull days. Uh, But with that said and core, but I rest two days in between. 48 hours is great to kind of allow that muscle to rest and recover. Okay. Variety. So we don't get that repetitive, 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 Mm -hmm. repetitive. So hitting these muscles with different modalities of fitness. So whether you're doing agility drills or whether you're doing, you know, plyometrics or whether you're doing statics or whether, you know, whether you're working on stability, uh, training these muscle groups with different modalities, training them from different angles of push and pull. Okay, next, recovery variety. Let's look at off days. Some days you want to go to the gym, it's an off day. Go ahead and take that light cardio day then. That is when, in my opinion, straight cardio can apply. So that's where, I, let's say I would go push Monday, Thursday, pull Tuesday, Friday. If I want to go to the gym Wednesday, I would do cardio. Then sleep. You've got to sleep. Yeah. Sleep is where your body is doing so much of its recovery time. you got to sleep. Okay, this is so impossible. I don't even know how we do this, but stress management is a big one. The body just cannot get to a place, biochemically speaking, where it's not in constant fight or flight mode if we're stressed out all the time. Anything that you can do to manage stress is going to be extremely helpful. And then, you know, quite literally, foam roll. Oh, myofascial I know, release, I know, massage, I know. 
you know, foam roll and myofascial release. So a massage therapist or a foam roller. I mean, the studies show us that it, it helps aid in recovery. I it know. Does. I know. But you know what? Sometimes it, yeah, you know what? It's just sometimes it's not fun. You know, a proper cool down, a recovery walk after the workout, which none of us take. None of us do that. Have you ever done a proper cool down? Um, I, st- I stretch after. Do you really? I do. I, st- I, I do. I cannot, right. I, I can't just work out and go and just leave. I'm so bad. I'm so bad. And sometimes I do this. All right. Yeah. Well, I was done with this segment anyway. <laughs>